temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to WFAN's Baseball Insiders Yankees Spring Training Podcast. I'm Sweeney Murdy. We've uh, started this this week, checking in every day with some news and notes from Yankees camp. You'll hear from some of the people involved, too. Today, the news happens to be on February 20th that the Yankees are welcoming Brett Gardner back. Reports came out late last night. Ken David off the New York Post, the first to report that the Yankees were in agreement with Brett Gardner on a one-year contract. Uh, and he'll be heading into camp where position players come in in just a couple of days. The first exhibition games are about a week away. Now, Gardner's arrival here is a little polarizing, as I found out yesterday on Twitter. Uh, and really, this isn't just what I found out yesterday. This has kind of been happening for several years, going back a long time. Uh, there seem to be a lot of differing opinions on who Brett Gardner is as a player, what he should be, what he could be, and what the options are. And I get why this is an issue now. Clint Frazier finally seemed to really take those steps forward. He got healthy, got a little more mature. His game improved, and you saw big things from Clint Frazier in the short time that you got to see baseball in 2020, and you want to see him take that next step forward. And Aaron Boone said just the other day that Clint Frazier is still, uh, before the Brett Gardner was in the picture, Boone said that Clint Frazier is his everyday left fielder. So one of the things to ask him today, even though he wasn't officially able to acknowledge that Gardner has been signed, everybody, uh, you know, before uh, – technical reasons because Gardner still has to pass his physical and the paperwork has to go through. Uh, But Boone danced around it enough. Obviously it's true. The one question that he answered early though was, is Clint Frazier still your everyday left fielder as you stated a few days ago? Look, I expect Clint to to be our left fielder and to be in that starting lineup. Um, You know, whoever we bring in here, obviously our guys, if we're, you know, a guy like Gardy, you know, is a guy that, you know, would would play a lot, um, certainly, as as a lot of our guys that will, quote unquote, be bench players or whatever, you know. Um, but Clint is going to be a regular player for us going into the season. So Frazier is going to play, but will Brett Gardner play too? Yeah, he will. Um, and here are some of the things that, you know, we've all known about Brett Gardner that, Aaron Boone has grown to appreciate being his manager the last few years. The qualities that Brett Gardner brings to this Yankees team. One of the things I look at is his toughness, um, the ability to post, um, you know, the ability to play through things. Premium he puts on on being ready to go each and every day. Um, there is a blue collar 
toughness to the way he goes about his business. Uh, I think that that is infectious. You know, he, he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder that he plays with. And I think, um, I don't even know how old he is now, but he's, he's got a young man's body. He's in great shape. You know, he is, he has aged very well. And I think you've seen him really, um, I think adapt and apply information to continue to make himself, um, in a lot of ways, a better player, but, but certainly still a very relevant player. And certainly all those qualities come into play the minute Aaron Boone writes his name into the lineup. Well, first we're going to get elite defense, you know, whether, whether he's been in left field for us or in center field, even when you consider him with our, our lineup, he, you know, he's been a guy that's hit for power. He's been a guy that, um, you know, as we've been a little bit more of a right-handed dominant team, he's been a a nice break in the lineup for us, you know, and, and I've kind of hit him everywhere. You know, he's hit leadoff, he's hit third, he's hit sixth, he's hit ninth for us. And uh, he really, um, you know, has thrived at different times in all of those roles. And and again, with, with us being very right-handed, he's been a guy that has, uh, you know, given us a little bit of balance um, offensively in our lineup, which, which, which we like. All right. So there are a lot of things to like about Brett Gardner, but why are so many fans kind of tossing and turning about this? Well, as I said earlier, it's about Clint Frazier and you're seeing some promise there, but remember this year, the Yankees do not have a lot of outfield depth on their roster. Uh, you didn't get to see players move up from AAA. Uh, and so the minor league outfield depth has taken a hit. On the 40-man roster right now, Giancarlo Stanton is basically a DH, but he's listed as an outfielder. But, you know, he's going to be mainly DH. You have Aaron Judge in right, Aaron Hicks in center, Clint Frazier in left. The other outfielders on the roster right now are Greg Allen, Esteban Florial, and Mike Talkman. Uh, Allen is a guy who has experience playing multiple positions. Uh, he, um, he is somebody, though, that you look at as, um, as kind of an emergency guy here. And Mike Talkman, well, we know what he did uh, in a pretty good stretch in 2019. It was not as good in 2020, but his splits were still pretty good. So uh, you look at him mainly as a guy, even though he can hit lefties, you uh, or or has hit lefties you look at it mainly as a guy you want to take care of take advantage of with the platoon advantages but i i still think it leaves you short in the outfield and jay bruce is a non-roster guy we'll see if he has anything left the yankees side some uh, veterans like thomas malone ryan lamar socrates brito these are guys that are here on minor league contracts so they are basically uh headed to the alternate site scranton when that gets started and um, and you're looking at them as outfield depth when injuries happen. But injuries happening has been a pretty big part of what the Yankees have gone through the last couple of years. So wouldn't you, if you could, like some more solid options? I mean, there's nothing wrong with playing one of those guys for a couple of weeks if somebody is out for two weeks. But if you have an injury the last two months, you know, you'd like a little more certainty in there. And Brett Gardner offers that. And I don't think that signing Brett Gardner means he's going to be playing, you know, enough to get 
500 at-bats. I really don't. He's going to get some significant time, but think of it this way. Um, Gardner is just a little bit more of a sure thing for me. Talkman had a good part of a season for the Yankees, not quite as well last year. Um, I I think there's still reason to like having him there, uh, but I think Gardner offers a little more certainty in what he brings. And if you look at some of the left-right splits and where the playing time could could uh, could come. I left Talkman out of this because really I think this is about Hicks and Frazier for me right now. And the reason that I'm bringing Hicks into this is because I think as much as you fear that Brett Gardner is taking away bats from Clint Frazier, I really think he's taking more bats away from Aaron Hicks because the way the left-right splits have worked out, Hicks is a, a better hitter against uh, left-handed pitching. And... Gardner and Frazier hit better against right-handed pitching. So I feel like you're going to want both those guys in the lineup against the top right-hander with Gardner playing center and Frazier playing left. Uh, doesn't mean Hicks won't play at all against right-handers. Uh, I just feel like there are certain times when you're trying to maneuver the lineup. And remember, you're going to want to get guys rest. That's what the Yankees do. That's what a lot of teams do. You rarely see anybody out there for 162. And I would think, you know, DJ LeMahieu and Glaber Torres are probably the guys who are going to play the most games for the Yankees, barring injury. And you, uh, and you, you need a good rotation, especially in the outfield. Uh, with guys who have had injury history and an older player like Gardner at 37. So I feel like Gardner is a more realistic option to take away some at-bats from Aaron Hicks, where Frazier is going to get a chance to play left field most of the time, and on days when you want to rest Aaron Judge, he can slide over to right and Gardner plays left. So again, getting Gardner some at-bats, uh, maybe you're re- and let's not forget if Giancarlo Stanton is hurt, then maybe Frazier and or Judge slides into the DH spot and it opens up some time there. That's the thing you really have to take into account here is the injury history and what are your options when guys get hurt. Um, and I'm curious, you know, Mike Talkman is definitely a guy that plays into this a little bit, but I think you have a little bit more sure thing with Gardner at this point. One of the things that, I found interesting in the Gardner-Frazier dynamic, though, is that it's kind of role reversal. Remember, the last couple of years, Brett Gardner's been the established guy, and Clint Frazier has been on the rise, and he had the injury to deal with in 2018 with the concussion coming back from that. But really, since 2019, um, it's been Frazier kind of nipping at Gardner's heels, and fans have wanted to see that, but now you're finally seeing that opportunity. But I think the role reversal here is actually pretty good for Clint Frazier. Uh, there's nothing wrong with little competition. To see somebody else behind you who is capable of taking your playing time, I'm not saying Clint Frazier would be complacent after finally getting the starting job he's been searching for his whole life and waiting for this opportunity. I think he will thrive in that opportunity, frankly. But there is nothing wrong with having a guy look in the rearview mirror and see somebody there um, even if you are the most devoted and uh, and the most committed player to getting uh, to making the most of your playing time, as I think Frazier is entering this season, I think that's how he's uh, he's going to be. So I I kind of feel like that's you know that's a good thing to have in camp, and the depth is going to be key because I really think the the lack of minor league season last year and getting guys to kind of graduate and see some of your outfield depth. You know, you really need to rely on guys that you have uh, some history with and, um, and have a little bit more than known. And remember this. 
you know, for those of you who think the Yankees are just in love with Brett Gardner and want to play him every day, it's February 20th. They were prepared to walk away from Brett Gardner if he wasn't going to come back at their price. If another team was going to offer Brett Gardner 7 or 8 or $9 million to play, guess what? He's playing somewhere else. He's signing somewhere else. If Brett Gardner, if signing Brett Gardner and making him an everyday outfielder was such a priority for this team, they would have done it a long time ago, much earlier in this winter. Now, I understand LeMahieu took a long time too, and that kind of is what drove the Yankees winter, but that was also related to price point and how the Yankees are committed to staying under the luxury tax. It isn't about what they can afford. It's about what they are willing to spend, and they are willing to spend a up to the luxury tax. They still have a couple of million to play with under the luxury tax threshold of $210 million payroll. But, um, you know, everything the Yankees did this winter is driven with that in mind. DJ LeMayhew was priority one. So everything else kind of went on the back burner and everybody understood that. But once LeMayhew signed, okay, the Yankees had a certain number of dollars to play with. But remember, with Frazier here, with signing Jay Bruce to the minor league deal and building some of their outfield depth the way that I talked about, I I think the Yankees were prepared to go into this season with that being their outfield and not bringing back Brett Gardner. I don't think they brought brought back Brett Gardner that if they didn't sign Gardner, they would have signed somebody else uh, of his, you know, his equivalent. I think they brought back Brett Gardner because they like him and because he was still available. So um, I, I don't think he was the, just remember how close they were to starting the season without him. They started spring training and he wasn't there. And if somebody else had offered him more money, then I think that would have been, and if he'd wanted to take it, then I think that would have been, you know, the Yankees would have gone that route. So I think that's important to remember. Um, the other thing about, you know, that I, I was hearing, the responses I was getting from Twitter is that you're afraid that the first slump Clint Frazier gets into, that Brett Gardner is going to start, is just going to jump in and, and take over the starting role. Well, I think that you've seen what, what it's funny because one of the things that I, I get on, from fans is when Gardner is slumping, that he's still in the lineup. You know, he's still there, and you want to see, or any player is slumping, that they're still in the lineup. A slumping player doesn't lose his chance automatically, and a bad week might get you a day off. It's not going to take your role completely off of this team. The Yankees are pretty well aware of what Clint Frazier brings here. You know, they have been excited about his potential for a really long time. And, you know, you can talk to me about the playoff matchups and things like that. Gardner actually played pretty well here, which is another point I'd like to make. But they've been waiting a long time for Clint Frazier to get healthy, get a little more mature, and really take hold of an everyday outfield spot. And that time is now. I think they saw that last year, and he's here for it. Now, Gardner played very well for the Yankees in the postseason, and I think one of the reasons, at least, he has not really had good postseasons for the Yankees in the past. He's actually also not had good August and September finishes for the Yankees in the past. If you look historically, he tends to wear down over the course of a season. He tends to not finish as strong. Maybe not every year, but for the most part in his career, his August and September numbers will tell you that he, he is a player that starts out better than he finishes. Now, last year in a 60-game season, a lot less wear and tear, he performed very well for the Yankees in October. So 
Couldn't you see a scenario where the Yankees see the benefit of that for everybody? Um, you know, they call it load management in the NBA. I think I think every baseball team is going to have to be aware of this as they ramp back up for the 162-game season. It's not just a thing to look at for the pitchers. It is something to look at for the position players as well. Their stamina moving forward. It's probably not as great a risk and is not as upfront a risk, but it is something to consider as you make plans going forward. And certainly injuries to players change these things. But I feel like there does seem to be a benefit, perhaps, to easing back the throttle on Gardner so he is strong for you throughout the season. And maybe, can, you know, he'll have to learn to adjust to that. But I think the idea is Brett Gardner will be ready to play every day. And he's certainly an outfield defense option for Clint Frazier late in games when he's not starting. If you're committed to Judge Hicks and Frazier, Certainly starting the game, certainly Gardner coming in late makes a lot of sense for the Yankees as well. So there are a number of reasons here to embrace the idea of having Brett Gardner here. And I think the health of Hicks, Judge, and Stanton have a lot to do with that because their ability to stay healthy throughout a full season, you know, we saw very early in the 2019 season how how things can fall apart quickly, how the injuries can can just jump on you quickly. If you get two players injured in the first month, two outfielders injured, you're going to be very glad Brett Gardner is here. Make sure you check out Ed Coleman's Mets podcast. That is also on the WFN.com homepage. If you're looking to subscribe from your traditional podcast platforms, search the WFAN On Demand And you will get some of the other interviews from our station, but you will also get mine and NEC's podcasts delivered to you daily through those platforms as we keep you up to date on the goings-on in Yankees spring training. I hope that clears up some of the thoughts and ideas behind Brett Gardner, which, you know, don't all get fleshed out in one or two tweets. Uh, You guys were all very active yesterday on Twitter and uh, reacting to the news And uh, I felt like hopefully this adds a little bit more depth to the conversation um, about Gardner and where he fits as a Yankee. And, uh, you know, we'll see where it goes once the games start. Remember, exhibition games start in a week. Don't read too much into those lineups. Regular season is uh, still more than a month away. Uh, But the health of everybody will determine, for the most part, who gets in there. And that's a big thing for the Yankees going forward. They need big production and, and big health from their stars. Healthy Judge, healthy Stanton. If those things happen, then everybody else's playing time is affected. And I think that's the most important factor to remember for the New York Yankees. Thanks for listening today. Please come on back and check out the WFAN.com homepage daily for updates from spring training from Ed Coleman with the Mets and me with the Yankees. Thanks for listening. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 